What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to my show. If you're tuning in for the first time, make sure to download Raquel Unfiltered on the Anchor app, or you can find me on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. So let's get right to it. Today, we'll be discussing relationships, and we have our very first guest. He is an entrepreneur. He is a life coach, a personal trainer, and one of my good friends. Everyone, he is the one and only Mark Boswell. Hey, Mark. Hey, what's going on, Raquel? How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Let's get into this show, girl. <laughs> I'm excited. Oh, I'm. Oh my gosh, me too. And first of all, thank you for coming on. I'm so excited to do this. <laughs> no, thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. So we're going to be talking about relationships. Um, so one thing I think of when I think of, you know, relationships is that term relationship goals, because we see it everywhere. You go on social media, you go on Instagram, Facebook, and you see a couple, most likely it's a celebrity and underneath that relationship goals. But I'm trying to figure out what exactly does that mean? Now, I know you're single. Um, when you see that term or if you think about that term, what does it mean to you? You know what? I, to be totally honest with you, <laughs> I actually don't know what that means because I think everybody has a different meaning behind what their own personal goals are. Like, But I think when it comes to seeing things on social media, it can mean a variety of things depending on who's saying it. Like, is it is it a goal to see, let's see how long we can last before we break up or is it? Is it a goal to see how much money we can acquire over the, the course of our lives? Is it a goal to like, so I really, I really don't know, but I think what I think it should stand for, to be honest with you, um, is to see, you know, how well can we get an opportunity to know each other and see if we can actually make this thing work? Because I mean, like it's just so many different people just like when you think about relationships or breaking up or, uh, or marriages not working and things like that. I think that needs to be the number one goal. Let's see how well we can get to know each other so that we don't have to go down this, I want to say, statistic path. Because there's obviously a huge disconnect. Don't you agree? There's a huge disconnect with relationships. And when I think of relationship goals, I know for me, I, I think that there needs to be some substance to it. It can't be based off of the superficial ideas that people have created nowadays. You need to work at it. you got to hopefully create something together. And I don't think people are creating things together. They're just trying to create this idea, right? I don't know if that makes any sense, but that's what I think. I agree with you 100%. I also believe that we're not educated in this department. We're just confused. Like, this is an area where we're asking people to, like, almost manage money, but we never talk to them about money. Like, how is that possible? So I think that's a big reason why we're, like, suffering in this department because we just are not educated enough on who we are in order to kind of be with somebody else. I feel like people are getting almost married for the wrong reasons, almost Agreed. like societal pressures. Like people think, oh, okay, you know what? I graduated college. You know what? Maybe now it's time to look for someone to settle <laughs> down with. Right, um, exactly. What's the next step, right? We're, we're, people are trying to figure out the next step rather than focusing on themselves and bettering themselves first before even committing to a marriage it almost seems like it's just like okay you know you can get married and then there's the option of divorce if it doesn't work out that way raquel marriage today in the 21st century is like a thing to do it's like it's like you, you when you look at instagram or any of these social media platforms it's like the thing to do it's not even what it used to mean anymore not that i was not that i'm some old dude and i'm seven years old and i know what i'm talking about and i got 
you know, gray hair all the way down the middle of my back. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it, it's not what it used to mean anymore. It's a status thing now. Like, totally. who got the biggest ring? Who got more diamonds in it? Like, who got married mm-hmm. first? It's right? not. It's not even the same thing in, anymore. It, I it's, agree. it's about showing it off more so. People are going off of, like I said before, like these celebrities, they look good. Yeah, they look good. They're sexy, whatever. But we don't know what's going on those doors. We don't know if there's any cheating involved. We don't know if the people are really happy. And I think that's the, and a big problem is a lot of people are staying together for the wrong reasons. Maybe they have kids. And in my situation, I have kids together. No matter what, relationships are hard. But it's almost like we need to figure out a way to kind of solve that issue of like, why are, you know, should people really reevaluate the whole situationship, you know, and it's, it's all about like rushing into it, you know, and I don't know, it's just, it's definitely seems difficult nowadays. And even being in a relationship with children, like that's hard in itself. You know, you got to figure out, you know, who you are, you got to manage your household, you got to manage your children, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a team effort and you need to be a team in order for it to work in the first place. I absolutely agree. I think it, it you, you and being a part of a team and I'm, I know I just jumped all around with what I was trying to say and I didn't say it, but you're right. Being a part of a team is you need to know your teammates or your teammate, um, because if you don't, you don't know how they operate. Like, just give me an example. If we was on the same basketball team and you thought I was going to shoot the ball. Um, but I'm really about to take the ball to the hole and lay it up. See, we're on different pages. Right. And a lot of relationships, in my opinion, are just like that. Is that one person thinks that one person's going to shoot the ball and the other person thinks the other person's going to go to the hole. Exactly. And we're just like, and now we're arguing in the middle of the court in front of everybody about what we should have done. Well, maybe right. we should have took the opportunity to get to know each other a little bit more before we decided to go on this journey. You nailed it. I think that's so true. And not only that, I think uh, that kind of, you know, goes to the next one. I mean, are people compatible, right? Are people compatible? Are people you know, trusting and respecting each other? Is there communication? Is there that solid foundation? And those are things that I think not many couples don't have. And we see these couples all the time. They're all over us. You know, we see them together and they just look miserable. But why are they miserable? Like what's, what caused them to get so unhappy? You know? I think the first rule of thumb, uh, Raquel, is honestly is knowing who you are and knowing exactly what it is that you want. I don't think that there's another person that can actually make you happy. You got to start with making yourself happy. And then when somebody comes along in your life, it's just more happy. So I like, I don't think that it's, it's whether it's John, Luke, Mark, Billy, like none of those guys are going to make you happy. If you're not already happy, they'll just be a temporary, it'd be a temporary fix. It's like candy for a kid, you know, they might want it for that one moment, but that's not going to solve the problem. Right. It just a sugar rush. But um, not to kill, kill you with all these analogies. <laughs> I my love point, it. My point is going back to and the same thing that I said from the beginning is I believe like I'm no psychologist or anything like that, but um, you really got to know who you are and what makes you tick and what makes you talk and what make what turns you on and what turns you off. And and once I, fi- I feel like um, where's work for me, um, I feel like the moment you kind of know who you are is you can kind of know who you actually want to be with. I think people are thinking they're running out of time because they're getting older. Uh, they might be approaching 25 or 26 or, or 31. And they're like, oh, I'm running out of time. I, you know, I don't got much time to have kids and I need to find somebody. So they start settling for things that they don't want. And I think that's a big issue. 
so many people settle. Never settle for ordinary if you can be extraordinary, right? That means that even goes with the partners you choose in your life. You have to find somebody who you really feel is fit for your for the for the rest of your life, who has the same, you know, maybe not the same passions, uh, you know, because obviously everyone you can't be identical to the person you're with. That doesn't make sense. But you guys have to support each other. There has to be a big level of support on each end, you know, and, and I think a lot of times people are settling for these people and they're not even, you know, they're not fulfilling their true like destiny in life being with that person you know maybe this person has a job in one area and that person's going to limit that other person's career of ever going somewhere else and seeing what else is out there because they decide to stay with somebody who's going to be put or maybe you know um not even that they you know they have a career that they want to go for and other person's saying no like you're, you're not allowed to go there you know so you're like end up being you're settling for this subpar lifestyle and it's not fair for anybody why why do people make themselves suffer in a relationship why do people uh, do that I, you know, I mean, you're touching on so many great points, and I, I think it has a lot to do with um, uh, pattern. Um, maybe seeing their parents possibly go through it, um, listening to people who grew up in the, you know, whether it's 50s, 60s, 70s, um, and listening to mom and dad the way that they did things. Because remember, mom and dad, you know, they were getting married when they were 16, 17, 18 years old. Uh, having kids nowadays people are maybe might be getting married that early maybe might be having kids that early but it's not for all the same reasons for what was going on back then so i think that some of these old ways of living has traveled over into the 21st century but it's Mm -hmm. hurting us because the way that we do things today is definitely not the way that we used to do things back in the day it's yes it's definitely more complex and complicated now obviously sometimes people think oh i wish it was back back in the old days it was so much it was so much simpler back then right right but also back then women didn't even have many options to even work that was like that was that you know that was that wasn't normal that wasn't in back then but nowadays right. women are killing it in the workforce and, and right. there's so many more opportunities for women and i think it's becoming difficult for women now because the pressures of all right do i take a career path do i stay home with the kids what right. do i do and i don't think you know our country really makes it easy for us to make that decision because it's like you see either one or the other and it's right. hard to manage that and i think you know we're kind of getting off topic here but uh you know what i'm trying to say here <laughs> I, I know exactly what you're trying to say and i hope that i get invited back because that that's a that's another topic that uh is a great topic to touch on um as far as women in the workplace and i think <laughs> and i might <laughs> i might turn some people off with this one but I also think that that is part of the the issue as well, women in the workplace, (laughs) Uh, because now we're starting to put women are starting to have more testosterone. I'm really going left now or starting to have more testosterone in a relationship. But I'm sure Raquel is going to have that for a separate conversation, guys. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) Do you mean like like, you know, hypothetical, like what's that called you mean literally more testosterone? Well, well, or? More, I, I mean, that's more of a hypothetical. Um, but but you get or what I mean. It's, it's nice. being a little bit more aggressive, um, taking more of the man role on and not letting the man necessarily be the, the man. Yeah. Right. And and I think that because we've become a society where the woman has just the greatest, uh, excuse me, the same opportunity as a man. Think that some women start to think that maybe they are the man in certain relationships. Mm. That's true. 
I can be guilty. I'm sure Anthony could be like, yeah, you know, you. <laughs> I try to do that sometimes. We're like, I, you know what? I got this. Like, I'm the man. <laughs> right. I'm just kidding. No, but it's true. Like, where? And then that also brings into my next question. There's a lack of gentlemen anymore. And women are complaining. There's, there's no guys who, like, hold the door for me or take me out on dates. But then again, there's other side is there's a lot of women who don't even want to be treated like, you know, the Very princess or the queen true. or whatever. They don't want to be catered to. So that's affecting the women who romance, you know, yep. that's affecting that aspect, too. So there's a lot of confusion going on right now. And I think men are kind of, unfortunately, are kind of at a point where they don't really know what to do. You know, they're afraid of being a guy, you think, in, in this day and age, you know, with women just approaching women like you can get accused for anything anymore. <laughs> like, I think, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think for a real man, um, it's not that difficult because a real man understands his place and what he needs to do in order to to uh, cater to his woman. Um, and this is not a shot at anybody, but um, but 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 <laughs> a little bit at the same time. I just I just feel as though that a real a real man understands that he's going to be challenged with today's society and the way that things are changing, and he's going to have to mold himself to that in order to be able to find his his uh, his queen. That's true. I like it. I like how you think. A lot of ladies, are you guys listening to this? This is the man you got to go for, Mark Boswell. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely. So, I mean, we could keep going. We could talk all day. I know. Uh, so I know there's, so there is something, though, I think you can probably brush up on this topic. Um, a lot of women fear or have this idea that most, most guys will cheat on them, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lie. When I go talk about trust and respect, the chances of being in a relationship and the guy not having any temptation to go outside of that relationship seems very high, you know, I mean, or low, depending on which way you're looking at it. But it seems as though, like, for instance, you know, I, a lot of girls, I, you know, they post on social media and, you know, they're in these long-term relationships and they found out that their husband or their boyfriend cheated on them. And that seems to happen a, a lot, you know. And uh, I guess my question to you is, why does why does it seem that way? Why is it so hard for a guy to keep it in their pants? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I think um uh I, I, so the way I'm gonna answer this question, I'm I'm going to I'm gonna give you a two part answer. Um, but the first part answer I'm gonna give you um is I'm gonna think from a obviously I'm a guy, but I'm gonna think from more of a guy's point of view when I answer this question. Um. I think at a lot of the times the women in uh, the relationship that a man is dating or, or their fiance or married to or whatever the case may be, I think women at times can get complacent. I think that you guys might feel like I got him already. I don't need to dress like that or put those heels on or oh. put my hair up like this. And then complacency ladies hear that. Yeah. And, and I think that like you might criticize another woman, like why is she wearing heels in home Depot? Now that might sound stupid, but she got your man's attention. Like, (laughs) you Uh know what I mean? And, and, and I think that a lot of that, you, my point into saying all that is, and to give you a short, short answer, my point into saying that is that you gotta always constantly be dating him and vice versa. Like the like, you can't stop doing the little things because everything matters. Like the way that you yeah. dress when you go to Olive Garden or Fridays, or Chris Roofs or 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 wherever you you guys decide to go, you can't stop doing those little things. So what? You're going to the mall. Wear heels one time. 
Like, so what? You just woke up and you're not really planning on going anywhere. Get dressed. Throw some blush on. Because you want him to leave the house. And the next time he looks at a woman, he said, you know, I got something good at home. That's not true. the last memory he remember remember you in was you were in his sweatpants and in his t-shirt. But I mean, come on, Mark. Some girls just want to get comfortable with their man and they don't always want to be dressed in a nine just to prove, just to be like, okay, he loved me only if I put makeup on. Sometimes you want to be with the man who loves you no matter what. Are you, because, 100- you know, you know what I mean? But I see what you're saying and I get that because I think that is a, a big problem here. Yeah. I do know that a lot of people get comfortable and too comfortable and then they complain, you know, when their significant other isn't there anymore, right? I- I agree with you. I just think people get that whole, like, oh, I just want to be comfortable too, too much. Like, <laughs> like they get it confused too, too much. Like, I think that, um, and I agree with you. You're right. They just definitely want to be comfortable. They definitely want to just kind of lounge around the house sometimes, never want to feel like they got to put on makeup. But this is a, like, like dating somebody is a job. You don't ever, like, you can't tell your boss, like, every day of the week that you feel like taking off. That's the reason why he only gives you five sick days and one week vacation because you can't That's take true. that many days off out of 365 or however many days because you don't work every day you got to take weekends off but like well at least some of us do but yeah i mean i think that i think i think in a relationship it works the same way you only got so many sick days and you only got so many days of vacation. <laughs> that's a funny way to look at it that's hilarious um, because it's a job no. But I, mean, I appreciate you give, shedding some light on that because I know a lot of women try to figure out, like, what did I do wrong? Because some of these women do everything for their man. They do everything. He comes home to a fresh plate of food. He comes home to his jeans ironed, his his appointments made for him, whatever. They, they bend over backwards for their, for their men. And then still, their men are unfaithful. Now, I mean, I might, I'm not like most women. See, I play the roles a little differently. See, my guy isn't going to be pampered or he's going to be spoiled because of my theory that the more you do for them, the more that they get comfortable with that idea and they're like, forget it. You know, I know my wife is going to be doing this for me. I don't really care. They, they, you know, you start to expect it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you have to kind of play that like, you know, nah, you know, I'm going to put you in your place. <laughs> I'm going to put you in your place early on right. so you know where I stand. And I think, am I wrong? Does, is that kind of attractive? For guys to kind of look at that, like the woman not doing everything for you, kind of making it so it's a little bit more challenging to get what you want. I think it's a bit unfortunate, um, but I do I do see your point. Um, <laughs> but it is a little bit unfortunate because it's a balance. It's a balancing act. Like your yeah. whole relationship is a balancing act, and and you can't fall too much to one side or the other. That's true. Relationships are like a balancing act, and you got to make sure that you don't lean too much to one side. So you got to make sure you need to know, like, you know, you need to know how much water to pour in his cup on Tuesday because he might be more thirsty on Tuesday than he might be on Wednesday. And you legitimately have to know those things. That's the reason why he chose you and you chose him so that y'all can cater to each other and the things that you guys like. So, I mean, again, I think the whole relate again, it's a little unfortunate, but it is what it is. And that's what relationships are about. I think is is your whole relationship is going to be a balance and act on what on what you're going to cater to and not going to cater to. You have to compromise, right? You have to. Everything's always a compromise, yeah. and that makes sense. That makes sense. So for the ladies out there, so I know I have some girlfriends. They're single moms. Uh, what advice would you give them? And like, you know, a lot of moms. I can't speak for myself because I'm obviously in a relationship, but I have friends who do struggle to be in a relationship with a guy. You know, while having children, because obviously. <laughs> 
most people are going to put their kids first, no matter what. And how does that affect or how does that kind of influence the future relationships of someone, say like you, you don't have kids, you know, like, can you kind of understand where they're coming from? Like, how does it like what what, what, what advice would you give a woman who's single right now? I mean, I, an advice, uh, advice that I would give a single woman who's looking single for mom. a single mom who's looking for a man. Yeah, 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 um, definitely. I, I think the the best advice that I could give um, uh, a single parent mom who is looking for a man is understand that that man may not have kids. And you got to make sure that you, you got to play this. Again, this is a balancing act where you show him that his life is not going to completely change just because you're bringing um, – a child into his life because one of the, th- there's a reason why he's the age that he's, that he is. And we're talking about middle, middle-aged men, you know, anywhere between 30 and up. Um, there's a reason mm-hmm. why he might not have kids at the moment. So you don't want to completely just spring on him like, Oh, just letting you know, if you want me, you need to take care of him or her too, or them um, as well. I think there's a, is a, there's a slow approach to that. You know, you got to make sure he's the right one. Um, I mean, there's so much I can actually say on that, but just to kind of give just like one little nugget is to, is to just make sure you don't give too much in the beginning when it comes to uh, a man with no kids, because he's going to run because he's going to feel like, well, this is the reason why I didn't have kids in the beginning because I don't want to have to deal with kids. So just make sure you, um, uh, you know, you, you, you keep, I don't want this to come off wrong, but you got to keep the kid at a distance until you feel the mom feels that it's the right time to bring them around and then bring them around little by little, little dosages by dosages. Not like here's the whole 12 ounce steak, you need the whole thing right now. Right. <laughs> I, I get that. I totally get that. And it makes sense. And um, I hope that really, you know, women who are listening to this, I really hope you take that into consideration. Uh, I guess for your time. If a guy is willing to come into your life and knowing that you have children, don't take ease, ease him into the transition. Don't throw it right on the table. You got to work together. Like he said, it's a balancing act. So I think that valid point that you just made. And I, I hope that does resonate with a lot of women out there who are you know, yes. single mothers and trying to find somebody. I think the best relationship you can ever have is with yourself. So in in order for you to love someone else, you need to figure out who are you so that you can love you first. Because right. I think a lot of people give love away, but don't know how to receive love because they don't even know how to love themselves. Oh, so, so true. I know that might sound a little confusing. Basically, what I just said was learn who you are first before you try to learn or tell somebody else about them. Amen. I couldn't agree with you more. And on that note, we're going to leave it right there. All right, everyone, that's it for today. Mark, you were great. Thank you again for coming on and shedding some light on this topic from a male's perspective. Um, if you'd like to, Mark, has to say, where can listeners find you, Mark? You guys can find me on my Instagram at Mark W. Boswell, B-O-S-W-E-L-L. And I sure hope this isn't my last time being on the show. Oh, it definitely won't be. We love to have you on again in the future. All right, everyone. Thanks again. Make sure to download the Anchor app. And if you have any comments, suggestions, or maybe a cool story to tell me, let me know. And who knows? Maybe you can be featured on the next episode. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day. Stay tuned for next week.